the grand finale We coming through with the Madden family And only the baddest athletes gonna survive When you see four or five of my guys Piling up on top of you in front of your eyes Feel the impact, dual shock, start the kickback Hey yo, it's Madden 2001 You need to get that And feel like you in the game playing for real It's like royalty, so nil It's like hot one, hot two NFL fans, welcome to another edition of This Week in the NFL here on the North-South Connection Podcast Network. Um, my, my apologies for, for the team, my apologies for, for missing last week. I was out of town um, on vacation, very busy vacation, and the stars just did not align, unfortunately, so we had to skip the week. Um, but we are here, your three-man booth. I'm joined by Senior and John, and to take you back to... Uh, two weeks ago, when we last when we last spoke, we were uh, coming up on a big Thursday night battle, the toilet bowl between the Steelers and the Patriots. We talked about this being the Patriots Super Bowl. Since that game, we the Steelers have played two games. And before we really dive into the action, I just wanted to turn it over to Senior, just to uh, just to give us his thoughts on on the last two weeks of football for your Pittsburgh Steelers. How about those Steelers? You know, we people would you know remember when they were seven and four, and that you know if you look at that ESPN thing, they were giving them like a seventy-eight percent chance to make the playoffs. Now I think it's more like fourteen percent or something. Because, of course, you know, you looked at their schedule and it was Arizona and the Patriots and Indy. 0-3 written all over it. The Steelers didn't let us down. The Pats, if there was one game they were going to show up for all year, this was it. Zappi had the half of his life in the first half. And basically, if you score a couple of touchdowns, you're going to beat the Steelers because they can't score. Trubisky was, was nice to us. It's it's such a beautiful thing. I think the Tomlin over 500 streak is over, and it was looking like it was a cinch. It's just totally awesome. They, those guys are a joke, and it's finally it's finally showing. Their defense is finally just getting worn down. I think from supporting the offense, and it's been nice to see them to go after Connor had his revenge game against them. Juju had his best game as a Patriot in a revenge game, and then they get rolled by Indy. How sweet it is. And now with Christmas coming, the Steelers are giving us a Christmas gift. They're rolling out Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer at quarterback for Christmas. <laughs> what could be better? They are, I'm glad to hear you laughing because they are an absolute joke. Steelers! I fucking love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you, senior. So the Steelers are currently sitting in the in the ten the tenth spot in the AFC, um, a game out a game out of the wild card. So senior, am I gathering from your comments that you don't think there there's a late season push coming here and a potential playoff berth? No, I think it's way more likely that they just lose out the rest of the way. I think they're done. They're toast. Just like they, we really knew they weren't any good when they were seven and four too. We were calling it here every week. Like, what? The, how does this team keep winning? It's an absolute joke. And, it all, it, re- it really all came crashing down. Yep, yep. And it's you know, since we last met, it's basically been a bad run for Pennsylvania in general. 
<laughs> oh. <laughs> we'll get we can get into that other part <laughs> later. But it's a great point, the, senior. It's a great yeah. point. Another another um, favorite favorite team of the podcast is on a little bit of a bad run here with the Eagles dropping dropping a few in a row. Um, the last one. You know, probably the most concerning if you're an Eagles fan, uh, kind of blew that game to to Seattle on Monday night, 20 to 17. Drew Locke, Drew Locke did the Baker Mayfield, um, drove the team down the field for the, for the game winning touchdown in a primetime game against all odds. So it was a, it was a very nice drive by Locke. Yeah, it's also uh, you got a four point lead in the last drive of the game and you twice in a row you get you let receivers get behind you. It's pretty bad, and we had said it. The, you know, the Eagles—they were—they were a really good team. I'm not going to say they're not, but they were winning close games all year, and that's going to catch up with you eventually, right? You're not going to keep winning those. Eventually, something's going to go bad, right? I mean, for a team with their record right now, their plus-minus is plus 18. You know, over this big of a sample size, this this length of the season, I'm not saying that the plus-minus is everything, but that definitely tells you something. Yeah, and you know, Fort, um John, you pointed this out yesterday. They still have a real clear path, a real clear path to the division title. <clears throat> I mean, I think a buy is just about out the window, right? They would need San Francisco to lose, but clear path for the division title um, with the Cowboys. Cowboys are going to cowboy, I guess. Um, really disappointing performance by then against Buffalo. The Eagles this week. Heading, um, I believe they play the Giants, if I'm not mistaken, in yep. Philadelphia yeah. Monday, Christmas. Monday, ab- Monday afternoon, Christmas, Christmas game, Giants Good. at Eagles. The Eagles are reeling. The Giants didn't play great against New Orleans. Um, New Orleans very good pass defense. Philly not so much. John, uh, Tom, Tommy DeVito could could get some work done against this Eagles. This sieve of an Eagles pass defense. He's uh, he's every bit the quarterback Drew Locke is. Um, what do you what do you see here? Uh, I'm not I'm not celebrating yet uh, on the on the Eagles grave because uh, as you mentioned the three uh, the three easy games uh, they they still control their destiny. So all you gotta do is beat the Giants twice in Arizona and they're still in uh, good shape and. I, I wouldn't bury them yet because uh, they they could they could still take care of business at at home in the in the two playoff games and then just pull you know pull an upset in the Niners if they improve uh, you know if they clean up their turnovers and and improve and stuff and uh, you know I I mean there's a there's a, a real you know 80 90 percent chance whatever stupid ESPN numbers you want to get that they're gonna win their three and there's an outside chance that maybe the Niners get clipped. Uh, from from Baltimore and the Rams, uh, uh, tough. Even though they're both at home, I I, I, I don't think there's a, there's much of a chance. But there's there's a you know there's a better chance of the Niners getting clipped twice than, than the Eagles losing one of those uh, three games. So there's still a chance there. But even if if they make it as a two seed, if they take care of business, they'll still be the two seed. And uh and they're they're, still, they're very formidable at home. They can win the two games and then just put it together for that, for that one upset. So I'm not celebrating uh, the demise of the, of the Eagles yet, but, but yes, it definitely is concern. And uh, uh, Patricia, uh, as a promotion to, as, as uh, the play call and the defense coordinator worked for about three quarters, but then at the end uh, they couldn't get the pressure and uh, they couldn't stop them. 
But uh, uh, th- then again, I wouldn't bury like the defense as terrible. I, I mean, I've seen Bradbury with the Giants. He he's hit and miss. He he's not he's not like a Darrell Rivas or anything uh, back there. He's gonna get cooked sometimes. But it took some really Herculean plays by uh, by Metcalf. Uh, some one of those once in a lifetime plays. And, and to Metcalf's credit, who's uh, you know I I criticize a lot for being a, a knucklehead, but uh, that 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 one play where he knew that his knee was down and, and he didn't get out of bounds. He he ran right to the to the line of scrimmage, got the ball, and got him to snap it quick without the timeouts. That was that was a great play, and and that was great for him for keeping his head together. When when the week before uh, he got into it with some of the Niners, and it leaked out that the the Niners defensive, that uh, that Shanahan's telling the Niners defense that it's easy to get into you know Metcalf's head when when things start going down, and and he can start acting like an idiot. So a real redemption for for Seattle, who uh, if they lost that game. Uh, that would have been a burial, but now they're, they're in a good shape because because they got a you know some winnable games the, the last three, so they're in good shape for, to to get that wild card. And uh, something about Pete Carroll, he's got to walk over undefeated in his career versus the Eagles, so he's he's got all that going for him. I I, I know you won't say it, John, so I'm just gonna say it. The the promotion of of Matt Patricia, <laughs> oh, the promotion of Matt Patricia, is is the swan song on this season. No way, I'm I'm burying them. Even even if they if they win the division and get the two seed, which they probably will, there is zero chance that 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 they play with San Francisco. San Francisco blows that team out in San Francisco, 100. percent And I'm here to tell you that a Matt Patricia defense isn't making it to the NFC title game. They're getting clipped before that. What, what, what on his resume would, would prompt you to promote him to defensive coordinator. So we're not happy with the defense. Let's get the guy in there who had the worst (laughs) defensive performance in Super Bowl history against our team, against our team. They they figure they owe him one for gifting them that one uh, lone Super Bowl they owe him. <laughs> it's it's like it's like bringing Tony Romo in just to be just to be the holder. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> Position. Let's let's get let's get a guy in there who's the least successful in history. So awful move. Senior points out the point differential. It's very valid. This team's been on the knife's edge all season. They've fallen off. Unimpressive. 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 I mean, they should have won this game on Monday night. Yeah. Uh, They they had the game. And then even at the end... With the 28 seconds, Seattle's defense isn't is not any good, right? Like, yeah. Don't, why do they go for the home run? Well, that's hurt. and throw the pick by Hertz. Hurts. Hurts. It's, it's a it's Hurts. a real, real poor decision because they only needed. I mean, they have the best kicker in the NFL. They needed, you know, yeah. ten. They'll go to field with a tie. Yeah. Them to give them a chance, and instead they throw it up 40 oh, yards right. downfield to AJ Brown in double coverage. I guess hoping for a flag. Awful. Awful, awful, awful week for the NFC East. Yeah, you got the guy that made a 61-yard field goal in the rain on he your team. Picks all the time. I couldn't believe yeah, it. They only he... needed about 10 or 15 more yards. Uh, a... I have no, I have no love for this Philly team. So I was, I, one of, I, like... was one of the mistakes. How about when they're set up to get the easy Kelsey. first down with the brotherly Kelsey, shove? Yeah. 
And Kelsey moves the Kelsey ball up the ball almost a, yard. a whole yard. I mean, he moved it up almost a yard. Uh, yeah, if they go up fourteen nothing, they go up fourteen nothing on this uh, on Drew Lock the Seattle team. That I don't think Seattle would be coming back from that. Uh, Ten nothing was a little more uh, manageable. Yeah, that was a huge play too early in the yeah, early, and, like, second quarter. Yeah. I mean, the NFC is is pretty pretty weak after you know after the top, right? So if they if they get the number two seed, they're probably they're looking at one of Saints, Seahawks, Rams. Vikings, Bucks, yeah. but but coming, if I'm in, a- coming into Philly, I think I mean, if that's the Rams, I think the Rams beat them. That's a bad matchup for Philly because <laughs> of because because of the passing. Yeah, the way it looks now, sure. But but if I'm a if I'm a 49er fan, I, I'm like this is too good to be true. This this is this is too easy. We're we're, we're too much way, better than we're it? too much better than everybody. Yeah, that's why I always. Uh, I, I always think of the, you know, the by the way. There's got, there's got to be something. It, it can't be that easy, as easy as it looks for them. Uh, I just think there's, there's gonna be something yeah. along and the way. Mean, where we can talk about something along the way. Because I mean, they look like, they look like just really, you know, a lot, usually a lot every to get to the ball, yeah. every year there's a few teams that you feel like you can trust, and you know, coming into this week, I think we've talked about it on here, right? Like. The Niners, the Cowboys, the Eagles, maybe the Ravens, right? We kind of really trust those teams. Um, the Cowboys, just just yeah, a horrible, horrible performance, and and it, it really bring like it's like these 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 demons rear their ugly head, and they just didn't look like the same team. It's a big game, and they didn't look like the same team against a, against a good team, which has really been the knock on them. So it's it's you know, their, their highs this year have been as high as anybody, but it's really tough to get that out of your, to get that out of your head that the way, I mean, Buffalo, Buffalo has played everybody close this year for the most part. Right. And like, like they just stomped them. It was never a game. Um, Buffalo's the defense was phenomenal in this game. Um, Dak looked shook most of the game. They couldn't get their running game going. They Buffalo ran all over them ran all over them um, to the tune of like Allen had like under a hundred yards passing and they scored 31 points. So just a tough, ugly performance for Dallas that is going to stick in your head, no matter how the season plays out. Now it's going to stick in your head, even if they go out there and beat Miami this week, which is a very fun, you know, I don't think it's going to be a a Mr. D'Amato game. I think you're probably going to get a lot of points in that game, but it's, you know, on paper, it's a fun game, but I don't trust them. The Ravens, the Ravens are, are, are a good team, but they also strike you as the kind of team that can just go out there and lose to anybody. <laughs> right? So it's a, it's a very weird year. There's a lot of mediocrity in the league. Like even at the top, there's a lot of mediocrity in the league. And then you have the Niners who look like, I mean, they look like the Steve Young, Jerry Rice, <laughs> Not Niners, where they, that that's a team, right? Where even even if they're even if they the breaks don't go their way, even if they're struggling, you feel like you feel like that's a team that if they stay healthy, is going to win the Super Bowl. It's really tough to see it any other way. What do you think, Senior? Yeah, I totally agree. They're, they're a machine, and you know maybe beyond the fact of you know the Cowboys against a good team on the road. That seems to be a theme. 
I think the biggest the biggest negative for the Cowboys is teams are going to try and run on them now. They play that small defense with the you know where they want to be be quick to get after the quarterback and why well, we've always said they're great front runners, right? When they get ahead and they put you, make you one dimensional and you got to throw that Cowboy defense is great, but you can run on them. I mean the the Bills don't have that great of a running game, right? Usually Josh has to put the Superman cape on if they're going to beat a good team. And all he had to do was hand the ball off. I mean, what, like 270 yards rushing or something? I mean, James Cook looked like Walter Payton. So I think... Uh, he, he he has been very good for what it's but, worth. But, but I mean, I think to your point, Senior, that's, that's, that's it. And I think you've said it, and John has said it too, that if that team falls behind... That defense, defense isn't the same defense because their their defense is pretty much solely based on a pass rush. Yeah, and I think everybody's now is you know you well, if you were playing them now like Miami's playing them this week, I'm not saying that they're not the best matchup because you know their offense is more based on throwing the ball to the wide receiver. Ah! But, but they got a decent running game. I mean, they, they I think they they might have <laughs> if it's not the best running numbers in the league it's close I mean, that they that that is a run-based offense and yeah, then not not a real power running game though right. you know but but you know yeah that's what they're coming out they're going to try and run the ball on them but if they start doing it effectively like that cowboys are going to be in trouble this week because then that really opens up the the play action for tour and if tyreek plays so yeah i think the cowboys have been somewhat exposed and the Dolphins really need the game, so you would think Tyreek's going to be out there because there's yeah. that. The scenario we've all talked about, John, is Buffalo winning out, the Dolphins losing one of their next one of their next two games, and that um, last week of the season game being for the division because yep. Buffalo would have have the tiebreaker with the uh, head-to-head wins over Miami. So you know, my, Miami doesn't doesn't want that game <laughs> to, to be for the division. No, and I think you could pretty much tr- you know. You know, I'm a Pats fan, and that's that's wonderful. But you got to be a realist. The way this Buffalo team's playing now, I think you can pretty much chalk up that they're going to beat the Chargers and the Pats. And and, so, the, and the Dolphins got the Ravens next week. So right, they Cowboys, got Dolphins, Ravens, Ravens, got Cowboys, Buffalo, Ravens. They yeah. all they got to do is lose one of those games. Exactly, and Buffalo. And got then it, Buffalo got it goes the into yeah. Miami with a chance to win the division. And yes. if they, in all honesty, if they if they do that, if the Buffalo sweeps these three games wins the division, that might be the team we're talking about that had their problems earlier in the mid in the middle of the season, Pe- but maybe right peaking yeah. right at the right yep. time. You know, this game against the Cowboys, the way they bludgeoned them, that's given that team all kinds of confidence, and they didn't need Josh, but the last few weeks, Josh has been playing great. He's cleaned up the turnovers, I mean – and their defense is playing better. They might be the team to come out of the AFC and make make. Then they might be, and and I know it's they're not. They can't say they're the most likely to get to the Super Bowl. You got to say it's the Ravens because they're probably going to have the home field advantage. And yeah, they're very good. But in all honesty, in the Super Bowl, if they get there, I would give Buffalo more of a chance to win it. Because because of Josh Allen, mm-hmm. I would give them more of a chance to beat beat San Francisco than I give Baltimore. That's yeah, my a, opinion. They're a funny team, man. Because I do I agree, right? They can 
they, their upside is higher than anybody's in um, other than the 49ers, I think, in the whole league. Um, but they're also capable of not <laughs> they're also capable of losing to a team that they shouldn't lose to in the in the in the first round. Right. If they, you know, mm-hmm. oh, they yeah. make so it. Said, so it's, a, there, it's trick or treat. If they get they, there, it gives you a more, a more interesting Super Bowl, I think. They, they are playing well. And I, I mean, obviously, right, the um, the Niners Baltimore game this week will be a nice little, you know, uh, nice preview to see where see where Baltimore's where Baltimore's versus this Niners team. Yeah, Baltimore. I mean, if you've been watching Baltimore lately, uh, he's Lamar's been really on. I mean, he's extending plays so long that the receivers always eventually get open. So that's you know that that's that's and they got and they they have a solid defense. I still don't think they can stand up to the 49ers, but yeah, they, I mean they're a really good team. So it, that's going to be a great way to end this week with that game, Christmas night. That's going to be more of a Christmas present to us than Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. That's for sure. <laughs> well, that's Saturday, so that's uh, that's well, like yeah, it was Christmas weekend, you know. Yeah, no, and you like it's like I I always remember as a kid, right? Like that few days before Christmas, that Yukon Cornelius, yeah. uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer um, yeah. show. That that's what Steelers Bengals is. <laughs> Just a little think, early gift for uh, us. A little early gift for us. The Bengals pull one out of the fire in a in a fantastic game on Saturday against um against the Vikings. The Bengals uh, win 27-24 in overtime. Um, T. Higgins made, you know, one of the, you know, one of, if not the best play we've seen this season. Just an incredible play by him. Browning is, uh, you know, when, when you have these backups, sometimes you get Easton blank stick. <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes you get a guy like Jake Browning. It's like, it's like you're, it's a roll, it's a roll of the dice, but Browning is confident, right? I think we could say that now, um, which makes them somewhat dangerous. It looks like Chase is going to be out the next two weeks, but they played, you know, they played the fourth quarter in overtime without him against Minnesota. So we have Cincinnati at Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh reeling this. I mean, if they lose this, then the, the over 500 streak, I think seniors, right. You can pretty much call it a day. Um, John, who do you got here? Saturday, four 30. Cincinnati. Just a, a, a great job by uh, by Coach Taylor holding holding that team together and uh, and and keeping them in the fight and pulling up. But uh, 0 and 4 against the, the division and uh, I, I just think that uh, every, everything's been going the Bengals' way and everything's been going against the Steelers uh, uh, this week. But I, I I just think it's it's going to turn and, and and Tomlin is going to somehow scrap his way to. To, the, to that nine and eight, they might not make the playoffs, but I, I think the steel is going to bounce back despite uh, even a, a senior's a great uh, a trashing of the, of the Steelers at the opening. Uh, he, he forgot the quote of the week, which was George Pickens. Uh, some I, I ain't trying, I ain't trying to get hurt. <laughs> I ain't trying to get hurt when they asked when they asked why he just stood there and said, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I ain't trying to get hurt. Oh God. But yeah. Hey, I mean, I, anytime I, you can, you can have a guy like that. I mean, that's leadership. Right yeah. there from Pickens. 
I, I, yeah, the, yeah, the chase, uh, yeah, chase being out, uh, I, I think it's gonna hurt, gonna hurt the, the, a lot of stuff is gonna, gonna catch up with the Bengals. Uh, they, they caught a lot of breaks uh, in that win, and I just think, yeah, I just see the own the own division sticks out. It, it just seems like they have their worst luck in in these division games, and uh, uh, I think the Steelers are gonna catch a couple breaks uh, after three weeks of, of disaster, and and it's gonna pull. They're gonna pull out an ugly one. 16-14 or something like that. All right, so I'll, I'll go next. Oh, I Here's know what a, you. I know what you two guys are doing. I'm gonna that's, go. That's, that's why I had I'm to just gonna. I'm just. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna make my pick by saying the Bengals are gonna get to double digit points in this game. That's plenty. Which guarantees victory. <laughs> Rudolph, Rudolph isn't gonna turn it over. He'll, he's not. He's he not gonna move the ball. Over. He's horrible, John. Yeah, I, I, I know, but Trubisky. Is a horrible where he's gonna where he throws a pick. Rudolph will at least uh, check it down and uh, keep the turnovers. Uh. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the the guy the guy's most famous for getting hit with his own helmet. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. awful. I mean, he's yeah. like I mean, there's a it's kind of the zappy thing, right? Where there's a reason he hasn't played yet, and yeah. it isn't because Trubisky was looking you know looking so good in practice. That's right. That's right. They, they picked the over him. He sucks bad. Um, there's an outside chance Pickett plays, which I suppose I, I wouldn't change my pick, but I mean he uh, is he, he yeah. is better than than that yeah. Digimony Rudolph. Yeah, battle of the battle of the backups. I'll definitely take Browning over Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. And the, <laughs> the uh, when when you mentioned the uh, the famous Christmas show. I honestly think Yukon Cornelius or Herm, <laughs> Hermie the Dentist are, be, are better quarterbacks than me. <laughs> that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. All right. So that's, that's a Bengals pick, senior. Oh, yeah. Go, going away. But the Steelers team <laughs> is dead in the water. They're a joke. And then in the nightcap on Saturday, what, you know, a few weeks ago, at least looked like it could be a, a good, fun, offensive shootout. Now... It's the uh, Buffalo at the Chargers. The Chargers coming off um, really no other way to say it. The most embarrassing loss any team has had this season, maybe over multiple years. Down 42-0 to the, a Vegas team that was that was um, shut out the previous week. <laughs> 42 in the first half. 42-0. 63 the Raiders put up on them. Um, in Brandon Staley's swan song that should have had should have come four or five weeks ago, but what a what a fitting way for him to go out. Four or five Just, weeks should have been last year after the playoff for the That's right. Yeah, no, well he's got he's got he's got three of the worst losses of the last however many years on him. So we had it was ironically enough, Chargers Raiders, if you remember, um, win. It was Sunday night football or Monday night football. Win, winner is in, loser is out. Unless there's a tie, then they're both in. Yep. And um, right. you know, it looked like it looked like the Raiders may have been playing for the tie at the end until Big Brandon called timeout, <laughs> um, and then they kicked the field goal and lost, and the Steelers got in. If you remember right, senior, I'm sure you remember that and got crushed. Oh, of course, yeah, of course. And then blowing a huge lead to 
the Jaguars to an offense that isn't even that good last year in the playoffs. 27-0. Underachieving and underachieving and underachieving. And then it's fitting he's a defensive coach. He made a big deal about calling the defensive plays. And he goes out giving up 63 to a bad offense. Now, there's a reason it was 63. It's because the Raiders called off the dogs in the fourth quarter. Or else they... Or else they might have they might have topped the Dolphins seventy burger. Oh, they could have because they got two defensive touchdowns in the second half. Yeah, back yeah, to they... back to back. <laughs> and and my my only victory on my trip to Las Vegas was deciding not to go to this game. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good thing. And um, and in in back in backup quarterback roulette, as we alluded to earlier, um. Stick doesn't seem to be it. <laughs> so it's re- really tough to see anything other than other than a Bills just complete domination in this game. You have Los Angeles, which is, you know, what they were a really good offense and a really just terrible defense. And now they're just a terrible offense and a terrible defense. So I'm picking the Bills in a walk. Any disagreements from uh, from the crew? Uh, they couldn't win with Justin Herbert. They're not going to win with Easton Stick against a a good team that's rolling now, and and the game means a lot to the Bills too. So, yeah, this is this is an easy one. Yeah, Bills easy. Honestly, uh, they're not going to get that that new coach uh, bump. Uh, I don't see the Chargers getting that. <laughs> Stick. On my list of losses for Vegas is the next team we can talk about. So, Atlanta. Not sure if you guys watched that one. Um, Atlanta in Carolina against the the beyond hapless Panthers. Barely, barely even an NFL team, the Panthers. And dry, you know, bad enough. It's seven six, right, with three minutes left in the game or whatever. But the Falcons are in good shape. They're driving. The Panthers haven't scored a touchdown all day. The Falcons are, you know, at the 20-yard line. So, well within, you know, they have the most accurate field goal kicker in NFL history on their team, Young Way Koo. And I don't know if you guys saw the Ritter interception. Yes, I did. It was a real bad one. But I, I, I think I've been saying for weeks how bad this guy is. And... This is this is probably the worst interception I saw all year. Rolling to his rolling to his left. All he's got to do is go down or go out of bounds. Drake London open puts his hands up in the middle of the field. Ritter does this sidearm thing, falling away to his left. Misses. It's a ten-yard pass, and he missed London by about seven yards. Just threw it directly to the line to the to the defeat defender. Carolina comes down, kicks a field goal. Game over. That pretty much ends the Falcon season, where if they win that game, they have a really good chance to win that division. Horrible underachieving team. They're rolling the green bottle back out this week. Heineke. Yeah. Yes. Again. With what we've seen from Ritter, I think we know. Heineke would have uh, been in there on a full-time basis a long time ago if he was the one. So probably not the one. And then a big game for the Colts, who currently sit in the seven seed in the in the AFC. They're eight and six. 
So we have the Colts heading to Atlanta. The Colts coming off a game where they fell behind 13-0 to the Steelers, and then much to seniors' delight, scored 31 <laughs> straight points and just stomped a mud hole in them. Minshew magic, Minshew mania in full effect. Indy at Atlanta. This is a, it's, a, it's one of these games because Indy's Achilles heel is their defense. Atlanta's Achilles heel is their offense. Which one of those is going to uh, is going to break? I'm going to go with the Colts on the road. Just based on Minshew, Minshew versus Heineke and just how demoralized Atlanta must be with all that talent to be in the position they're in. I think I think you could get a uh, kind of a quiet quit job on Arthur Smith here. So, Indy, senior. Yeah, no, you know, and it wasn't even a really good day for Bijan either. He got he, he had a bad kind of a bad fumble and then he did. He didn't get a lot of reps after that, but to get off, I chose not to use them too much. But yeah, their, their defense isn't bad. I'm gonna say that, and this is a it's a classic battle for this year. You know, it's like two career backup quarterbacks. We, it's it's the story of this season seeing battles of backup quarterbacks, right? But yeah, I'm, I think that that was a kind of a backbreaking loss for the Falcons last week, and. The Colts go in with some momentum after they whooped up on the lowly Steelers. You know, maybe uh, maybe Carolina would have probably beat the Steelers too. But anyway, they didn't. They beat Atlanta, but they would have probably beat the Steelers too. Probably um, yeah, that would have been but, a nice trifecta to lose to the Cardinals, Patriots, and Panthers back to back. That would have been perfect. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Colts, but probably kind of a close game. Close, not real high scoring, but I, I think the Colts will get a little bit more done with their running game and win. And you get, you got to hope Pittman plays after that cheap hit he took. Too. Oh, man. And that guy, they suspended him for the season, that cheap shot guy for the Steelers. DeMonta Casey. Yeah. That typical, be, typical Pittsburgh. For, for repeated, repeated. This is, this was, a you know, he this is like a third or fourth offense or something. These ridiculous hits on defenseless receivers. Freaking Steelers. I can't stand those jerks. Then Brady kind of came out and defended the guy. Said that Minshew let him into the hit. Yeah. But when you really saw it, when you saw the replay, it might have been a bad throw by Minshew, but he didn't have to do what he did. I mean, that was ridiculous. Launch right at at the guy's head. Yeah. And then when both teams are both, both kneeling down, as soon as the play happened, guys on both teams, kneeling down I, you know you got to think that there's some guys on the Steelers looking at him saying you you are a real jerk you know so they don't have to put up with him in the locker room anymore this year but anyway I'll go with the Colts in a close win Minshew what do you got John uh the great John Madden said uh, if you have two quarterbacks you then you have none uh, <laughs> Heineke and Ritter but uh uh with all these mediocre teams and uh I'll uh, I'll go with Atlanta. Give them one more last stand at home. Uh, not not a total quit job. Uh, they they do they do play uh, well f- uh, for them, uh, which is above horribly. Uh, they they play decent uh, and they're, they're pretty tough at home. So I, I'm just gonna go for things even out. The Colts been getting uh, some breaks uh, the last few weeks, and and Atlanta's been getting breaks against them. So uh, I'll, I'll go with the Falcons. You know what the, the biggest break the Colts got. The biggest break the Colts got was having the Steelers on their schedule. 
<laughs> he's on. He's on one tonight, boy. Oh, All right, Thursday night football. Another game with massive playoff implications. We have the uh, the Saints heading to the Rams. So the Saints coming off a nice performance against the Giants. The Giants came in hot, and um, the Saints defense was really good in that game and played well. And Carr, who has been pretty underwhelming this year, played one of his played one of his better games, even without uh, number one receiver Chris Olave. The Rams had the 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 super hapless, pathetic Ron Rivera led uh, Commanders come to town, which is a a gimme win and. They got the job done, 28-20. Not much more to say about that. The commanders have quit. John, who do you like here? Uh, I like I like the Rams, but uh, yeah, the, the Saints played awesome. Uh, maybe it was lack of competition uh, last week. Uh, uh, Carr got booed uh, at the introductions, and uh, he had like a best game of uh, of his year. So I don't know. I don't know if that's lack of giant defense, or or maybe that's. Um, you know, maybe he's, he's going to put it together, but uh, still, I'm going to go with the Rams. Uh, you got you got to like the way they're playing, especially going back to the week before where they almost upset the the Ravens uh, in Baltimore. They even they even played well well on the road, but uh, the Rams at home, uh, I'll go with them, and uh, it should be a close game. And uh, no, if, uh, once again, two mediocre teams, uh, seven and seven. But I'll take the Rams by a field goal. I like the Rams here as well. They're 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 playing well. New Orleans' defense is no joke, but I just think the um, the Ram, the Rams' defense is good enough to slow down that the New Orleans attack. And I think the Rams, fully healthy with 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 a real strong pair of receivers and a strong running back, um, are they're just a better team here. So I think I think they're going to hold serve at home. Senior. Yeah, I agree. I I was saying it a couple of weeks ago. I mean, I came up short on my upset pick where I had picked them to beat the Ravens in that game. That was a hell of a game. But yeah, the, the, the as John says, two seven and seven teams, but one team that's been kind of that five hundred team all season, and another one that's like clicking on all cylinders now and coming on to get to seven and seven. And yeah, I really like the way the Rams are playing, especially offensively, and their defense. That defensive front is still good, led by Aaron Donald. So yeah, definitely, I, I like the Rams over the Saints. The Saints, Saints defense is solid, but I don't, I don't think they can, I don't think they can score enough points. I think, I don't think you can't expect their defense to shut down this Rams offense. So I see the Rams rolling. Will we put the kibosh on the poor Rams? We, we <laughs> shall find out. Thursday night football. At least it's a good Thursday night game. I mean, with some of the slop that's been that's been thrown out there, at least it's an interesting game and should have. Um, it should be should be fun to watch. Easy with the slop talk. That Patriots Steeler game. I, I mean, it was. We, I mean, I know. We, 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 I, I made it my I made it my personal mission in life, senior, to get you fired up for that game. I, I took, we, were, we were pretty much giddy watching oh, yeah. that game. I took you. I took you from. Uh, so who cares? On Wednesday <laughs> to, you know, out for blood. <laughs> rooting, rooting like it was the Super Bowl on Thursday. So it's nice to have one game this season where we gave a shit. It was That's good. Right. That was fun. All right. And um, 
you know, just with the the nature of things, a lot of games have playoff implications this week, even though they may not be between the uh, the world's greatest teams. We have Detroit at Minnesota. Detroit um, looking, we're not we're not looking good. Um, righted the ship against Russ and the Broncos, who all of a sudden are back to back to their losing ways, but. Real nice performance by the by the by the Lions in that game. Put up 42 points. Game was never in doubt. They they went up and down the field. So that was a little bit of a get right performance by them. And Minnesota did not play bad in the Bengals game. Mullins was um was competent again. He looked looked more on the Browning side of the of the of the coin than the stick side of the coin. Um, as of today, still in the playoffs, but this is a very difficult game with um, the Lions coming to town. Pretty much a must win, I would say, for the Vikings. Senior, how do you see this one going? Yeah, it's a, it is a good game, especially it's in Minnesota, right? Like, I get that right, yes. right? Yeah, so I mean, yeah. if it was in Detroit, I'd be all over the Lions, but Minnesota's been playing good ball, but I just got a feeling, you know, I, that the Lions maybe got through their rough patch, and last week they got their mojo back. And it's going to be let's roar again. They get their running game going, and uh, Goff played a good game, maybe real good game actually. Maybe he'll get his confidence back rolling again. And yeah, let's roar, go Lions! I'm I'm going to take the Lions. Say they they're about to finish the season strong. Let's roar, Lions! Yeah, it's a good pick, and I'm I'm really looking forward to this game. I think it could, you know, has some potential to be one of the one of the games of the week. Here could be a fun one to watch. I'm gonna go with the Vikings at home in a in a in in a shootout where you know Justin Jefferson's been on the shelf most of the year, where he finally where he has a Justin Jefferson game and, and wins the game for them. But could definitely see it going the other way too. But I'll take the Lions. The, the I'm sorry, the Vikings at home by three in a in a high scoring game. John, uh, I'm gonna roar with senior and uh, and and the Lions and Vikings. Uh, same. It's uh, similar to the uh, Giants Eagles. They played two out of the last three, so they're gonna run it back uh, in Detroit the the last week of the season. But uh, I, I, I'll go with the Lions over uh, Big Dick Mullins. Yeah, something uh, you mentioned, Raj, um, when you talked about Lions last week game against the uh, Let's Ride boys. That was quite a scene with my boy Sean Payton undressing Russell Wilson on the sidelines like that, doing that to a veteran quarterback in, 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 in a game. I think there's, yeah. a little tr- there's a little trouble in paradise there, right? I get a feeling you may not see Russ in a Denver uniform next year. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's like the worst thing for the Broncos. And maybe, and and, and it could be something that the, he did it. I mean, the game was slipping away and maybe it's like, if we remember when, when Russ, it's not that long ago, how his teammates in Seattle reacted when he left. It was like, nobody liked them. He's kind of like, I think he's kind of like a diva quarterback. Oh, he is, and, but it seems like they've reined that in a little this year. Everybody seems to uh, like him well, this maybe, year. Uh, maybe th- Peyton's thinking we're going to move on from him, and maybe he thought that move might be uh, might make him, you know, gain, gain some uh, respect and popularity in the locker room with the rest of the guys. It's if, possible. If Russ is the guy we think he is, you know. We'll see. They, they're they're in a, a nice get right spot on Sunday night against one of the 
weaker teams in the league. So we'll see what happens. A lot, a loss there, and and I think I think yeah, I think you're right, senior. That could be it for the let's ride. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm I'm okay being on I'm okay being on uh, on on Vikings Island here. Next game on my list: Commanders at Jets. Skip. Green Bay at Carolina, almost a skip. Pretty much a skip, right? With Green Bay having lost two in a row, they're pretty much out of it. We'll skip that one, too. Um, Cleveland at Houston. Lots of playoff implications here. Um, Cleveland, both teams actually coming off victories where things were were not looking great in the game for them. The poor Bears played a pretty good game against the Browns and just couldn't couldn't close unfortunately and Holy. you know uh, yeah and i mean and the tunyon dropping that touchdown was really awful <laughs> i mean that was really really bad fields couldn't have gone over and handed it to him any 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 better it was i mean that's it's a real tough loss for the bears um uh, with that said i mean he he played terrible but in the end joe blow flacco got it got it done and the uh, the Texans, who started Case, Case Keenum instead of Davis Mills, surprisingly, and then proceeded to fall way behind the um, Titans, came back and got it done in overtime. So as, a, as of right now, this is the five seed. The Browns at nine and five are, you know, about as assured of a playoff spot as you can be at this point. And the Texans are in that group that's currently eight and six. So a win here, huge for them. The game is in Cleveland, I believe. Let me make sure. No, Texans. I'm sorry. The game is in Houston. And it looks to like it will be Flacco versus <laughs> Flacco versus Keenum in a quarterback battle that wouldn't have been that great in 2017 and is even worse in 2023. So I'm going to go, I'll go first this time. I'm going to go with the Browns here based on um, Miles Garrett getting after Keenum. I think this could be a, a relatively ugly game and in an ugly game, Instead of going with the home team here, I'm just going to go with the best individual unit out of the four units is the Cleveland defense. And I think the Cleveland defense gets it done and gets them the win. Senior. Yeah, you know, when we everybody's enjoyed this Houston ride this year, right? It's too bad Stroud's out. It's too bad Tank Dell went down because they were a really nice story. And Cleveland's been a been a good story too with that defense and you say Flacco played a bad game last week yeah three interceptions that's bad but he also threw for 374 yards and two touchdowns so he's he he made some big time tr- throws the one the what the one I think it was on the last drive the that crossing pattern he threw like toward the right if you can remember it I don't know how he fit yeah. that ball in there and it, and it was a real strong arm throw so Flacco has been one of the better backups this year, let's face it. But one thing that I was saying about Houston a few weeks ago, and I'm going to stand on it again after this week, is the, all, all the publicity was for Stroud in the offense when they were winning. But their defense has played well. D'Amico Ryans has really coached up that defense. It's not like a, 
a Matt Patricia taking over Detroit as head coach, as a defensive guy, or Staley and as a defensive guy, and the defenses suck. That defense has gotten better with D'Amico Ryan. And if you watched the game last week, during that comeback, that, that pass rush was absolutely ferocious. I think I think they had like seven or eight sacks. So I'm going to take it the other way and take the home team and say that this, as much as I say Flacco's been playing well, he is a freaking statue. He was even even in, in his prime when he was young. If that pass rush gets going and gets after him, this could be a low-scoring game. And I just think Houston's got something going on this year. And I'm going to take, I'll take Houston at home to win a low-scoring game. I, I would assume it's, it would be a slight upset. I would assume Cleveland's probably favored. All right. And uh, John? Yeah. Yeah, Cleveland is favored uh, just, just by a couple, uh, two and a half. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go with the Browns. Uh, a bit of defense. Uh, Miles Garrett will, will make a couple plays, and and uh, you talk you talk about the quarterbacks. I, I mean, of course, it's not a a, a studly uh, you know you know Mahomes Jackson or something like that battle, but compared to like Easton Epstick and a uh, Boyle, uh, you know Keenum and, yeah, and Flacco yeah, I mean, are above average, uh, you know, in the, in the backup, you know, especially you know, with we're talking, uh, you know, Flacco's like the the fourth quarterback. Uh, uh, Cleveland's played this year, so they they could they could do a lot worse. Mm. Yeah, we I mean we skipped over what is probably what maybe Brissett and Simeon. <laughs> it's a tough one. A lot of tough quarterback matchups with it, with the with all the injuries. Um, yeah, O'Connell, he, he's starting again. So you got you who do you have, John? Cleveland. Yeah. I got yeah. Cleveland. All right. All right, Jacksonville at Tampa Bay. Wow. You're seeing a running theme here. Playoff implications all over the place. So Jacksonville coming off a... Uh, I, 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 I know the Ravens are good, but it was a little bit of an ugly loss for Jacksonville. They... Uh, like, like they, I mean, they, were, they had a chance to be in that game and kind of, you know, especially at the end of the first half. Like, I don't know what the hell Lawrence was doing there. You got to have more football acumen than that um but they're coming in eight and eight and six lawrence may may not play um due to a due to a concussion that was not diagnosed until after the game and you have tampa on the other hand coming in hot first place in the division went into into green bay at lambeau baker 381 yards and four touchdowns they seem to be peaking. This game is at Tampa Bay. So Jaguars, whether Lawrence plays or not, I like Tampa Bay in this game. I just think they're a better team than Jacksonville and, and they're home. I don't like what I saw from Jacksonville last week, and I do like what I've seen from the Bucks. John? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I like, uh, I like Tampa, too. No, Lawrence... Uh... Uh, you, you give him credit for fighting through a, an injury where it looked like he had a, had like a bad ankle where everybody like th- thought he was going to be out for, for, uh, for the year or whatever. And, and he didn't even wind up missing the game, but, but maybe it's kind of hurting him. And, and even when he's healthy, uh, you know, a lot of turnovers, I, th- I think he's had to have the most fumbles over the last uh, three years or, or he's, he's really up there. So uh, he, he has, he hasn't uh, played up to the uh, number one pick uh, status. Uh, he did have that, that great playoff win last year, but otherwise, 
a little bit. You got got to be a little bit disappointed, especially d- during his last uh, three games, yeah. uh, and they're in danger of blowing the division. And John, I mean, that playoff win it comes with a big asterisk. Yeah, yeah. The, it's against the Staley. Staley fact that, yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. So you go with Tampa, John? Yeah, I'm going with Tampa. Baker and and the shows I like. Cleveland's thriving, even though they they look like it looks like they made a pretty much disastrous, you know, quarterback decision where they ditched they ditched Baker after one bad year. And if they would have stuck with him, Cleveland might have been in better shape. They would have had all those picks. And uh, and you know a little more solid not to mention the, yeah the money quarterback yeah Baker Baker's not making with you know two hundred and whatever million guaranteed yeah. and, and but you never know sometimes it's like these guys need a change of scenery to thrive like Baker I mean it looked like he might end up being out of the NFL and then had that the you Rams. know that night the, the the Rams picked him up yeah. like I mean, apparently him and McVay are pretty tight. So yeah. the Rams picked him up and he led them on that drive Saved and that, career, that, yeah. that got him, that got him the chance in Tampa and he won the job and he's had, you know, give it, given the, the directs at quarterback this year, he's been a top half quarterback in the league this year. So good for him. He's a, he's a real likable kid too. Senior. Yeah. I'm going to go with the, uh, the kind of qualify my pick and I'll say if Lawrence plays, I'm going to go with the Jags, and if he doesn't, I'm going to go with the Bucks. And as you, as I, I got to agree with what you said, John, about um, Lawrence really hasn't lived up to. But not only it's not just that he was the number one pick. You know, Bryce Young was, Baker was. There were a lot of guys that were number one picks, but he was like exalted to be better than that, right? He was that can't miss perfect number one pick. Best prospect since Luck. Since Luck and before Luck, it was Elway or whatever. Um, But you know what? He's not that bad either. You know, like he's not. He's not at the point. He's not at the point where Baker was in Cleveland or where uh, where you think Bryce Young, where you made the wrong pick. If you're if you're the if you're if you're the Jacksonville GM, you're not looking for a quarterback. He's better than. He's better than most, you know, it's a, it's, there's a lot of really bad quarterback play in the league. And when we talk about that, we're not talking about Trevor Lawrence. You know, he's, he's, he's definitely, I still think he could, he could possibly end up being a, a really, really good quarterback, but with him, the high, the, the, the expectations were higher. Yeah, and so sure. we're judging, we judge him a little more harshly and rightfully so he was supposed to be this can't miss, but I still think he's, he's a very competent quarterback. So all that being said, Baker had the game last week that was about as good as good a game as he's ever had in his career. So I think he levels off a little bit this week. We get the not that good a Baker. And if Lawrence plays, I think they, they win, but I don't think they can beat him without Lawrence. All right. So I think that doesn't jinx Tampa. No, I think I think senior going 50 50 on the picks. Well, unless split, Lawrence, splitting the baby, unless Lawrence doesn't play. But then I don't think we even you know, they should they shouldn't yeah. win without him. Yeah. I mean, DJ Bether, yeah. Dallas at Miami's Arizona, Chicago. I know we have a lot of Bears fans who listen, but that was just a tough. It was a tough loss for the Bears. I do like some of the stuff I've seen from fields. They are. 
you know, they fight. They, they, there's a cut. I mean, they, they lost a couple of games where they should have won, where if they would have won, they'd be right there for the playoffs, but that's not happening now. Um, they should be, they should be Arizona at home. Um, it could be a relatively fun game to watch, but we don't need to all make picks on that. Dallas at Miami. One of the two kind of games of the week here. Um, Miami coming off a nice victory over a really overmatched Jets team. I think I think that might have been the worst I've ever seen an offensive line play in a game. Like I know I know that Wilson's not any good and Simeon's not any good, but I think you could have put a prime Dan Marino back there. And I mean they just it was like there was no line. That's how much pressure was on the quarterback. So good, good, good on Miami to go out and take care of business. But that game was never a contest. And Dallas, we've talked about um, getting thumped by the Bills. This game's in Miami. John, you go first on this one. I go, I go first. All right. Once again, has Miami beaten anybody over 500 this year? The answer's. The answer is, well, they've they beaten one team who was 500, uh, Denver, 7-7. Seven seven. That, that's their, that's their uh, most quality win is uh, Denver. Uh, and it was a high quality. Uh, they, they put up a 70 uh, on them. But uh, other than that, all the other wins, uh, teams are under 500. So I'm still, I'm still waiting for Miami with the quality win. And Dallas uh, also, uh, uh, they beat the Eagles and, and the Rams and uh, Seattle. Uh, uh, all, all at home. So uh, Dallas uh, hasn't beaten anybody on the road. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what, what it's to do is maybe with the, the crowd noise that, uh, that that can't, you know, can't make the audibles uh, at the line uh, or read, you know, having different, different situation reading the defense or whatever it is, but this, this is so much different on, on the road, but I'm going to go with the, with the Cowboys though, because Miami's, you know, with their high-powered offense, and you know, McDaniel's the new genius of the 21st century. But uh, p- putting it up against the uh, against lousy teams uh, until they until they beat a good team, I'm not convinced that uh, Miami. So I'm gonna go with Dallas. Yeah, in in a lot of ways, John, a lot of the stuff you said you could kind of say about the Cowboys too, with I guess the one exception being the Eagles game that they won. Yeah. But they they also the they also lose to good teams, so it's really kind of like the irresistible force against the, the immovable object here. Well, well, Dallas at least they they have uh, the Rams in Seattle, uh, but but Miami's and Philly, but Miami's got nobody. Denver is the 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 top quality. And when they when they beat Denver, that did not look like a 500 Denver team at the time. Yeah. Denver's improved since then. They were, you know, yep. we we thought they were the worst team in the NFL when they when they lost that game before the game so yeah i'm with you john and i mean i feel stupid honestly for i'm a believer a real believer in this cowboys team and i was really like bitterly disappointed with how they played uh last week i really i really thought they were going to come out and win this game and i thought this cowboys team was different um so they get one more shot with me i know it's in miami but do the cowboys ever really have tough road game i don't know there'll be some cowboys fans there the weather will be good that's uh that's good for both teams but i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the cowboys and i think the game will i think the game will be a shootout um 
I do think the game will be a shootout, but I think the Cowboys will win the shootout. Dak better than Tua. And it's a fun game. You probably have the two best receivers right now in the NFL going against each other, too. So very exciting. Senior. Yeah, something's going to give, right? Dallas has to beat a good team on the road, or Miami has to finally beat a good team. And Miami's got three games in a row now to end the season against good teams. So if they can't, if they can't beat a good team, they're going to lose the next three in a row. Um, when you talked about the Miami Jets game, you basically just talked about how, you know, the Jets offensive line was bad and the Miami pass rush got at them. But what you didn't mention was the Jets have a very good defense and the whole impression of this Miami offense, like when Tyreek went down is it's a different offense without Tyreek. It doesn't look good without Tyreek. We all heard all that stuff. We all saw it. And uh, they showed that they could put some points up against the, against a good defense without Tyreek. Do you think there was some of like, um, some of kind of like what you saw in the Steelers game though, where they, the Jets defense maybe didn't, maybe didn't put up the fight that they, <laughs> they normally do when, be, it was, the, when it was pretty apparent. Right? As soon as soon as soon as Miami got three points, the game was probably over. <laughs> I guess that could be some of it, but the Miami offense looked really impressive against a good Jets D. And I think the key to the game is if you're if you for for the Dolphins is not to let not to let those guys get ahead of you. And I think we got the blueprint last week. I think Miami's going to try to establish the run. And if 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 Miami can get a lead, if they can, I think whoever gets ahead early wins this game. If Miami can get ahead of them and make the Cowboys try and play from behind, and let you know not just be able to just unleash their pass rush, establish the run against them. I just got a feeling Miami at home. This is their week, and uh, we'll have some more must-see television on first take early in the week. Stephen A is going to be wearing his cowboy hat again. I'll I'll be on Dolphins Island. They're going to finally <laughs> they're going to finally beat a good team. All right, so we have a senior on the Dolphins, John and myself on the Cowboys. Just a few games left, guys. Uh, Vegas at Kansas City. Senior over under sixty three for Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're going against a real defense this time. The chief defense uh, is. Chief defense is good, and uh, I know, I know that the Chiefs are a mess and all this, but I, I think, I think they win this game. In Kansas City, they, I, I think they take care of business if, as well. If they the don't Rangers. win this game, it's, it's really big, big problems over there, right? The real over under uh, is uh, the three drops uh, for Kadarius Tony over under. <laughs> if, if, if he gets into the game, then to me, they just bury him now. You know, no, put, well, uh, what's his head is um, on, sticking with him. Yes, Sky Moore. Sky Moore got hurt. They have to play him. Kinda. I mean, they got plenty of other receivers. You know, I would have bury just bury both of those guys. Sky Moore had it hasn't shown anything either. I mean, Rasheed Rice is starting to look like the real deal, right? That's a positive thing they have going. And they got Watson and Valdez Scantling. They got other wideouts. And really, Kelsey hasn't gotten going this year either. He seems like he may have lost lost a bit of a step, don't you think? But yeah, I mean he's older. But they still they still gotta they 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 still should win this game. I can't pick against the Chiefs in this one. I, I like the Chiefs as well. And poor poor Tony. 
I mean, yeah. I mean, it's pretty uncanny though to have, you know, multiple plays in the same season where like they could take a picture of you standing by yourself with the ball hitting your hands, <laughs> and then say this this was an interception. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, they're lucky the Patriots' offense is awful because they gave the Patriots chances to hang in that game. No, um, no, it, w- it wasn't a blowout by any sense, any sense at all. It's um, but again, in Kansas City, you got you got. I think you you have to go with the Chiefs here, John. Crazy oh, yeah, upset? No, 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 no. Chiefs all the way. G men at Philly. Mm. 4.30 Monday, 4.30 on Christmas. This is my crazy upset. No, I'm, sure you, I'm, sure, I'm sure you guys saw it coming a mile away early in no the podcast. No way. There's no way. I got the, I got the, I got the G-men here. I think, Philly, I think Philly's reeling, and they let everybody hang around, and, you know, DeVito's got a little magic if you let him hang around. So this is a team that lost to Zach Wilson earlier this year, John. They can lose, they can lose to the other New York team as well. G-men. 17-16. Either are you guys getting on board with me? Hey, we know the fact that we didn't have a show. We didn't have a show last week. We didn't get to touch on a phenomenon that you could have made a lot of money on if you bet on it, where the two New York quarterbacks were the AFC and NFC Offensive Players of the Week. So Zach Wilson and Tommy DeVito? Yeah. yeah. But what are the, they, yeah, I mean, I don't even think you could get sure, anyone but, to give you odds on that. But but they they didn't really come close to repeating, though. <laughs> By the time we get to the show, that was kind of a forgotten thing. But it was actually pretty amazing. It was one week of glory, but uh, got some humble pie the, the next week. The, uh, as Roger said, the worst offensive performance ever. Uh, the Giants gave a good run for that one. Boy, right? <laughs> Equal, equally as hard a performance on the offensive line. Broken yeah, record we talk we, about every week. Hopefully we don't see any of those guys on the Philadelphia defensive front doing the uh, the Italian Tommy DeVito thing with uh, their hand when they yeah. sack them. That was, kind of, that was kind of bad. Yeah, I don't think Philly's going to be that uh, cocky. They're just going to be glad to, to break that losing streak. And Yeah, yeah I, 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 there's no way. I don't see it happening. Uh, Roger, but it's all right. We'll, shooter, shooter, shoot. I've been wrong on here before. Not afraid uh, to again. We all, we all, uh, many times. Man. <laughs> I believe I, uh, the, a few shows ago, I picked the commanders. Oh, to be, over the Dolphins. The Dolphins. Yeah. yeah, and they lost the <laughs> commanders. That was a bad pick. The Giants will keep it closer than that. I'm confident. All right. And last but not least, game of the week finishes the week, Christmas night, 8 15. Baltimore at San Francisco, by most measures, the two best teams in the NFL. So we have talked about both of them a little bit on the show here. So I think we will just make our picks. I'm going to start it off. San Francisco, dominant, dominant win. I don't think Baltimore keeps it close. Double digits. Senior. Well, you still call them the two best teams in the NFL. I'm going to go with the best team in the NFL playing at home. Winning by double digits. Yep. So, all, all three of the uh, call it the Niners mush. Uh, we'll, we'll uh, and, and, uh, hey, maybe we maybe we'll do it. We'll give Lamar a little a little a little Christmas gift. Yeah, I'm 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 big on uh, Niners too. 
All right, guys. So we are here on the North South Connection Podcast Network, where you can find other great content, and I would um, strongly suggest you you listen to that. And here's to a, a happy holiday from your friends at this week at the NFL. It's been a uh, it's been we'll have one more before the new year, but it's been a fantastic year doing this for everybody. We uh, the three of us really enjoy it. So thank you for thank you for listening, and I wish you happy holidays, John Senior. Anything you'd like to add? Now, blessed holidays, uh, e- even to our Steeler fans. <laughs> I don't know about that far, but senior, happy holidays. Did, senior, you didn't create like some Christmas carol about the Steelers that you could sing for us now? <laughs> no, no, there's nothing too Christmassy about those guys. Here comes Friarmouth. Here comes Friarmouth. <laughs> Right down Friar Ruth Lane. Okay, very good. So for John and for Senior, for those celebrating, have a Merry Christmas and enjoy, enjoy the football. This does continue a streak of mine where I am a very, very difficult for me to sit down and watch a whole Sunday's worth of football this year. There's always something this year, Christmas, Christmas Eve, of course. So I have stuff going on, but I'll be, I'll be, I'll be that guy. I'll be a little antisocial with the family. Nothing wrong with it, right, Senior? You would expect mm-hmm. nothing less. No, no, no. The the game will definitely be on, up, even if it's in the background. We know we'll be paying attention to the background. Uh, Very good. I, I, sh- I shared it with you guys. Uh, I suggest uh, the listeners to check it out too. The Mad Dogs, uh, uh, five Christmas his uh, Christmas list. Uh, uh, oh, priceless, priceless. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. All right. So for Senior and for John. Oh, one more thing. I get to watch Colby Covington make a fool of himself in person. How so, sweet it is. 15 seconds on that. I was a little concerned heading into the fight because I really didn't want to travel all that way and be in the building for him to win after the stuff he said at the press conference to Leon Edwards about his murdered father. And fortunately, he, uh, he laid a massive egg, which I couldn't have been happier about. So... Way to go, Leon. You have fans here on This Week in the NFL. There you go. You found something to talk about. That's something somebody I despise more than the Steelers. Colby freaking Covington. Good enough for him. For Senior. <laughs> and for John. I'm out. Rudolph Merry Christmas. Red Nose Reindeer. <laughs>